0: When you own a business, especially when you're first starting out, there's a lot of ups and downs. And to be honest with you, there's way more downs than there are ups. And for me in particular, what I do is I provide a service. I'm a personal trainer and a nutrition coach. So what I do is basically exchange time for money, which is a horrible way of doing business. Ideally, you want to essentially make money while you're sleeping. But for the time being, this is what I do. So until I develop sponsorships or write a book or can really generate some serious ad revenue with my website or YouTube, this is kind of the way it is. And when you have a job like this, you realize how hard it is to make money. And a few weeks ago, there was um, a few weeks ago, it was like a particularly bad time where I'm like, shit, like, I don't know if I can really I don't know how much longer I could do this. And I thought back to my first job out of college, like my first real job. What I did was social media marketing for a supplement company. This was in the infancy of social media. This was 2011. I did it until about 2014. When I first started out, it was basically Facebook, Twitter, and Forums like message boards and and YouTube as well. This is pre-Instagram. This is pre-Snapchat. So I fell into this job and I kind of learned on the go. And I'll tell you exactly what I made. I made forty thousand dollars a year. Which, looking back on it, man, was I overpaid? And it may sound crazy for me to say that. You know, what the hell is forty grand? It's not exactly enough to be a sugar daddy. But I was just looking back on my time for money. And quite frankly, I was looking at other people's time for money. So what I mean is when you, and I want to keep this confined to white collar jobs. When you work a white collar job, it's what? Nine to five. That's eight hours. However, let's just be honest here. You do not work for eight hours a day. That's totally untrue. There may be situations where okay, you have like a particularly hard day and you got to stay late and all that shit. But to be honest, you know, if if we're being honest here, the status quo is not an eight hour a day work rate. So let's let's go through a typical day. What's a typical day like? And I, I wanted to make it clear that I've been on both sides of the coin here. I work for myself now, but there was a time where I worked in the quote unquote corporate world. So here's a typical day. You get to work at nine. You bullshit with your coworkers. You get some coffee. You sit down at your desk, you check your email. Oh, we got a ten o'clock meeting. You go to the meeting. The meeting lasts for one hour when, in all honesty, in all honesty, could have it could have been summarized in about ten minutes. But it is what it is. You go back to your desk. Up, oh, it's almost noon, time for lunch. You go to lunch for about an hour, you come back, you go on Facebook and Reddit, and maybe just maybe you sprinkle in some actual work and before you know it, it's 5 o'clock and it's time to go home. Let's be real here. That's that's a typical day for, for, for most of you, if we're being honest here. And I wanted to really convey the idea that I've been in the corporate world because I know a lot of people will be offended by this. But if I were to inject you with some truth serum, you would say, yeah, you know, I, I don't work eight hours a day. I work maybe two or three hours a day. And I wanted to kind of give you this illustration of a typical workday because every two weeks, you get that direct deposit. You get that paycheck. And it is not reflective of the amount of work you put in. It's the same. It's the same thing every week. You get paid whether you worked hard or whether you kind of slacked off. And it's just kind of the way it is. And it's the way it is particularly for people who have been at their job for a long period of time. So think back wherever you work right now. Think back to the first week, the first month that you were there. Your primary goal was to show that you are an asset to the organization, that you provide value to the organization. So you work your ass off for that period of time until you sort of establish yourself. Once you do that, you sort of take your foot off the gas pedal and you can relax a little bit. You still work. You know, you still do what you're told, but now, oh, okay, I'm good. I can relax. I, I think I think they like me. I think I'm going to be here for a long time. Think about the uh, think about the athlete who signs the big hundred million dollar contract and doesn't live up to the expectations. It's the same thing. They just like, oh, okay, I'm good. I got. I'm out of the hood. I bought a. a A house for my mom my family's set for life I can I can relax you know maybe I don't go over the middle for that pass maybe I don't risk injury you know I want to I want to fulfill the entirety of this contract same thing for your job as well you're established You're like all right I'm good I, I can chill I'm all right the ironic thing about this is this is kind of when the complaining starts this is kind of where you find things wrong with your job because your job isn't perfect. And, you know, some of it is warranted. But like I said before, you know, you took your you took your foot off the gas pedal. You don't work as hard as you once did. Yet, every two weeks, that paycheck is there. That direct deposit is there. Your bank account goes up. See, the other day, I this day really stuck out to me where I got up and I checked my email and I had two requests for a nutrition consultation so if you're wondering what that is it's basically it's something i do for free and if you want it you could just email me where i send a questionnaire to a potential client and ask them questions about their lifestyle about their goals their workout habits their diet and all that stuff so they send it back to me and i give them basically an overview of what i think is the best approach going forward to reach whatever their goal may be So I did that, and then later on in the day, I gave a free workout session to a potential client. It's not something I like to do on a regular basis because I feel it sort of devalues my service, if you will. But if I feel that I can kind of close a deal by giving them a free session, it's something that I'll do. So I did that. I came home. I had shot a YouTube video the day before, so I needed to edit that. And for the rest of the night, I was just outlining and creating content for my website. So it's a pretty long day. And that is, I wouldn't call it a typical day, but a lot of days are like that. And the take-home point from this is that after all that work, after all I did that day, I was lying in bed and I'm like, man, I didn't make a single dollar this day. If you take my expenses into account, like driving and And food and all that, I lost money today. How crazy is that? And I wanna make it clear that I'm not complaining. No one forced me to start my own business. This is something I wanted to do. It's something I wanted to do since I started personal training. When I was personal training at a gym, the ultimate goal was to do this for myself. So I'm not complaining. This is the life that I chose but this is sort of a public service announcement to a lot of people who do complain regularly about their jobs because these are the same people that are on Instagram every three months on vacation like listen that that money is there you're you have really no right to complain not every job is going to be perfect I get that but it is it as bad as you think it is it's it's really you know, it's very important every once in a while to take a step back and be objective with your own life. And it's hard to do, but try to do it. Could things be worse? The answer is yes. Things could always be worse. (laughs) Things have been bad for me. Uh, I'm sort of embarrassed about the things that I've had to do to get by. Um, maybe I'll, I'll give the tell all story when I'm super successful, but for now, you know, I'll keep it on the wraps and, you know, before you jump to conclusions, I wasn't like sucking cock or anything like that. But, you know, you have to do some things to to kind of make ends meet and and put food on the table for yourself and all that stuff. So that's just, that's just sort of a, a snapshot of what things are like sometimes when you own a business. The interesting thing about a lot of white-collar jobs is that a really high percentage of them don't translate directly or quite frankly even indirectly to the overall sales the overall profits of the business you see when you when you got a job wherever you were at you were jumping on a moving train the company was already making money so it either created this job opening for you or you replace someone else but what i'm trying to say in a not so nice way is that you may be very expendable to the overall function of your business. Like they could probably get rid of you at any time. Unless like you're in sales then or or marketing to a certain degree. Almost anyone is really expendable. Like there's only there's very few things needed to run a business. It can be very difficult when you're short staffed, but whatever it is you may do is not completely essential to the success of the company. I'm not saying it's not important, but it's not vital. Let's put it that way. Like what I was talking about before, what I did, uh, social media marketing, right? That's not essential to the business. It's nice to have. It's nice to establish brand awareness and have that sort of marketing as part of your business, but did they need me to do that, or could they have, you know, one guy add it to his job duties? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, a lot of this, a lot of the, a lot of the jobs out there are like kind of like unnecessary, but we kind of need them to make the world go around, or else a lot of people will be unemployed. So, really, the whole point of this was sort of to establish maybe some self-awareness on your part if you're thinking man my job really sucks and it might suck and i don't want to deter anyone from going out on their own and starting a business it's really hard you know there's there's no doubt about that but i in fact i do the opposite i encourage people i'm like listen like if you like doing something go do it like who gives a shit you can go back to um your old job most likely at some point whether it's for your company or a different company you can go back to whatever your job was if it doesn't work out but but if you want to try it go try it i mean you mean you only have you have one life go go freaking give it a shot however that sort of thing isn't for everybody some people have no desire to do that but they just kind of bitch about their job all day and you know aside from not really having the right to do that at the same time it's kind of a it's it's a real turnoff. Like people who complain all the time, like they just suck to be around. So this this don't be that person. You're you're not you're not funny. It's not it's not fun. So anyway, I don't know why I concluded this podcast with a very obscure Howard Stern reference. But anyway, any podcast that I made prior to this will cease to exist. I'm getting rid of all of them, whether you like it or not. So the two of you that listened to it, I'm very sorry. I wanted to kind of switch things up. I wanted to. Revamped the way I do these podcasts. They, I don't want to say I'm, I'm veering completely away from the health and fitness aspect of it, but I wanted to try something new. I wanted to try to talk about topics like this, which are just more about the mental aspect of this, the the mindset sort of thing. I mean, my company name is Mindsets and Reps. It's it's a play on words, but I feel that I'm talking a lot about the reps, but maybe not so much about the mindset. And the mindset, in all honesty, is is the most important in my opinion and it's something that people don't give enough attention to it's something that i am very interested in sort of what works for people what makes people tick and it's the reason why i named my company after that it's something that i'm really into but for whatever reason it's my own fault that i just never really talked too much about it but i hope to really have the podcast revolve around that sort of topic so look for more going forward Any inquiries, which is a hard word to say apparently for me, can go to my email, which is sean, S-E-A-N, at mindsetsandreps.com. This is the first podcast with hopefully many more to come. Thank you for listening. I will talk to you later.